Merry Christmas. Wow, what a wonderful time of the season that we can come together as men and women who are redeemed by the blood of Jesus and that we can proclaim that he died for us on that cross of Calvary and that he was born in Bethlehem. And so we just want to proclaim that today as we are here. We welcome you to Edgewood Baptist Church. I know we've got many guests in here today and many of our own, but we just want to wish you a Merry Christmas and I pray that, uh, that, that the Spirit will be with you today. Let's open up with a word of prayer, and uh, we're going to go right into to some worship this morning. God, we love you, and we know that you sit high on the throne. We know that you're looking down on us, and we know that you are in control. And I know that uh, you have each one of us uh, where we're at for a reason right now in our lives, and, and we just thank you for that. We just came out of a wonderful holiday season of Thanksgiving, and words can express our appreciation for you. But we know that as we embark into the, one of the most important holidays uh, that we celebrate, Christmas, that we just uh, we lift you up, Father, for the things that you've done in sending us Jesus Christ. So I just pray that right now that you would just uh, ease our hearts, Father, that you would let us just uh, surrender anything that's on our mind, uh, that's on our hearts right now, Father, to you, that you would just allow us to forget about anything going on, any struggles in our life, and that we could solely focus on you because you're the only one that matters in this world and I pray that that's what is exalted today in this house and it's in your precious name of Jesus we do pray. Amen. Amen. Well would you stand as we celebrate Hark the Herald Angel <laughs> Let's rejoice in who he is. Amen. Hark the herald angels sing glory to the newborn king. Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners like the sun. Joyful all ye nations rise, joy not triumph on the skies. With angelic host proclaim, Christ is born in
on this very uh, special day in the life of our church as our music minister will be presenting their Christmas music entitled A Breath of Heaven. And uh, so thank you for being here. We'd like to take this opportunity to acknowledge any guests that we do have with us. So let me ask our ushers, please make your way down to the front of the sanctuary. And if you are visiting with us, we simply would like to place two pieces with you right now. One, a brochure about our church, and then the other, a DVD. We believe you'll find both of these helpful and informative. And so if you are visiting, would you be so kind to raise your hand? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We have a number of guests scattered throughout the sanctuary today. And uh, members, you notice where these guests are. Just in a moment, you'll have an opportunity to extend the hand of uh, welcome and uh, fellowship to them. But again, uh, guests, I trust God will bless you for being with us. Uh, please notice as you receive the brochure, there is a portion that we would ask you to fill in. Tear that off, place it in the offering plate just a little bit later in the service. It is our joy to welcome you. We want to know who you are from where you've come. And we want to have the opportunity to pray for you. So please extend back to us uh, that kind of <laughs> Rejoice, shepherds, why this jubilee? Why your joy a strange prolong? What the glad sometimes be, which inspire every song.
to one of these precious kids. Would you stand up so that they can come sit with you now, please? Why don't you uh, show your appreciation one more time to I know this past Friday night they went to uh, the nursing home, Magnolia Manor, and uh, ministered to the residents there, and uh, they just loved them, and I know uh, the children uh, greatly encouraged uh, their lives. In uh, just a moment, I'll share the uh, offertory prayer, and uh, when I do, I'll ask our men to come receive uh, this morning's offering. I want to share with the church family that Shirley uh, LaPlante uh, lost her mother this past week, so we want to be praying uh, for that family. Uh, 
any of you heard that uh, Gloria Hale, a past member of our church, uh, she also passed, and uh, that both of these families would just know God's uh, comfort. Remind the church family that we are receiving our Lottie Moon Christmas offering for international missions. Be saying much, much more about that next Sunday. We just encourage you to continue to pray about your participation in this wonderful offering that goes to uh, reaching the unreached people groups of this world, bringing them to the knowledge of Christ. So bow with me in uh, prayer, and men, you come receive the offering. Father, uh, thank you uh, for the uh, beautiful uh, truth of what the uh, children are saying to us. And uh, we thank you for this marvelous Christmas season uh, when uh, Jesus, uh, the very Son of God, uh, left heaven and came uh, to this earth uh, to die for the penalty of our sin and to offer us new life. Thank you for the wonderful opportunity uh, to worship him. And truly, he is worthy of our worship. And a part of that worship is through our giving as we have the opportunity to express the love that we feel in our hearts for you uh, through our gifts, as we have an opportunity to invest in your work, not only locally, but globally, uh, that many others might come to know the preciousness of Jesus, that they would acknowledge that truly he is worthy, and as they would surrender their lives to him. So Lord, we uh, lay these gifts down this morning as tokens of our love, as uh, opportunities to uh, see uh, uh, your work advanced, and Lord, use it for that purpose, for it's in Christ's name we pray, amen.
This story begins with silence. A long silence that lasted 400 years. Four centuries of waiting to hear from the, the God that we worshipped. God had not spoken. No prophet had given us a fresh word from him, and no king had shown us the way to him. We prayed, offered our sacrifices, and kept the festivals and holy days. But there had been only silence. As we waited, our people looked to the ancient text that told of another time of silence and waiting, when there was a vast nothingness until a great word was spoken and his spirit moved. God creating a breathing life into the world. We looked to our ancient heroes of faith and the centuries of slavery in Egypt. We remembered the night of our liberation when the death angel passed over. We relived the Red Sea crossing and our wandering in the wilderness when Jehovah was life. A succession of kings ruled over us, and the more we turned away from putting God on the throne, the more desperately we needed him. Finally, the nation was destroyed, not by enemies who conquered us, but by our own unfaithfulness to the one who had given us everything. Yet even in our destruction, God had promised we would not be forgotten. A son would be given. A savior would come. The silence would be broken and God would speak. Every longing and need we would have been met as the Spirit breathed new life into our world. At last the wait would be over, every prophecy would be fulfilled. And the most amazing part of it was that the two of us would be chosen to help bring it to pass.
Who would have imagined that God would break the silence in the way that he did or that she would hear his message from an angel's lips? He said, don't be afraid, Mary. You found favor with God. You will give birth to a son. Call him Jesus. The Spirit gave me the words to answer. At the very moment Joseph was weighing what to do about my situation, he would be told in a dream, don't be afraid, Mary will have a son, call him Jesus. He, he will save, save his, his people, people from, from their, their sins. sins.
seizure to grief came at the worst possible time. Mary was nearing the time to deliver her child. Our journey to Bethlehem to register was difficult for her. Everything she had been called to do was difficult. Already she had endured scorn, mistrust, and danger. But when God called, she simply answered, yes.
nine months of being an outcast and the target of endless gossip. Faith had given me peace when Joseph doubted me. Faith had provided strength and courage as we traveled to Bethlehem. I had faith, I trusted God. Still, I will confess that there were moments I wondered about a God who would give such a task to someone like me.
God planned it all along. In spite of the difficult circumstances, everything about him was perfect. Suddenly, there were shepherds peering through the doorway of the stable. When they saw Mary and me and then the baby lying in the feeding trough, they came in and fell on the knees before him, and they worshipped him. Many years later, John would write, The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory. Mary and I were the first to see it. Then the shepherds who came in from the fields that night caught a glimpse. And ever since then, people have found their way to Him, one way or another. When they see Him for who and what He really is, they love Him. For what would we have done if He hadn't come to us the way He did?
Tears are falling, hearts are breaking. How we need to hear from God. You've been promised, we've been waiting. Welcome, holy child. Welcome, holy We didn't know it, but wealthy men were already on their way to honor him. They brought precious gifts to lay at his feet. Heaven's son was worthy of even more. He deserves everything we hold dear. So we let go of all we value, all we cling to. We lay down anything that would keep us from surrendering our lives to him. Because the truth is, he is the only treasure that really matters.
You know, in the uh, book of Philippians, uh, we're told that Jesus uh, was equal with God, but he did not consider that equality something to selfishly grasp, but he emptied himself, taking upon himself the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of man. Who was Jesus? Jesus was God. Uh, come to this world in human flesh. Jesus, the very God that the angels worship day and night, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, the very creator of heaven and earth, the sovereign, omnipotent God, came to this earth as a fertilized egg in the womb of the Virgin Mary. And he was born a male child, and he grew to be a man. And why did God come to this world in human flesh? Well, that passage in Philippians goes on to say, being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself to the point of death, even death on a cross. Jesus came to this world to die for you, to take the punishment you deserved for your sin. And through his death, through the shedding of his blood, he canceled out your sin debt. And then he rose again to offer forgiveness to all who will trust him, all who will invite him in as Savior and Lord to wash them of their sins and take control of their lives. And what should be our response to all of this? Well, Philippians goes on to say, Wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name that's what? Above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And as the choir just sang, Jesus truly is worthy of of our praise, worthy of our lives, for us to surrender those lives at his feet. Would you just bow with me a moment in prayer? The book of Romans tells us that in light of God's mercies, that demands a response. He came demonstrate his love for you now we need to reciprocate to that love and how do we reciprocate to that love it says by presenting our lives as living sacrifices to him holy and acceptable to God and you say how can my life be presented to him my sinful life is holy and acceptable well we just said it because Jesus took your punishment Jesus died for your sin the scripture says, he who knew no sin became sin on your behalf that you might now be made the righteousness of God in him. So as you put your trust in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can lay down your life on that altar of the cross. And that passage goes on to say, not to be conformed to this world, not to be squeezed into the mold of this world's attitudes, this world's values, 
this world's character and conduct, but we're to be transformed through the renewal of our minds to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Let me ask you, do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Do you have the absolute assurance that if you were to die today, that heaven would be your home? Because you put your trust in Jesus, and it was Jesus who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. And if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we would appeal to you now to put your trust in Him, to turn away from running your own life, to make your heart His home as you would invite him in, acknowledging, yes, I am a sinner, Jesus, but thank you for dying for me. And I receive now the gift of your forgiveness, and I give you total control of my life. I present my life to you now as a living sacrifice. And then for those of us here that are believers, it is so easy to take our eyes off of, our, of Jesus, to drift into apathy, indifference, to be lukewarm, to lose our passion for Jesus. I want to give you the opportunity right now, just in the silence of your own heart, to acknowledge that reality, if that is your reality. And as you reflect on who he is and what he did for you, that you would return to Jesus as your first love, your greatest passion and pursuit in life, to whom the Apostle Paul said, I have counted all things loss in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as garbage, as rubbish, in order that I might gain him, know him, follow him, because he is truly the treasure of my heart. So let me just be quiet for a moment and give each person here an opportunity to respond to God's love. If you do not know him, Put your trust in him if you know him to acknowledge that he's worthy of your life and to renew that trust, to renew your surrender. Father, it's been a uh, wonderful day of worship. We thank you for this choir and orchestra. We thank you for the beautiful presentation and glorification and exaltation of our Lord and Savior Jesus through their music ministry today. And thank you that we have been reminded of who Jesus is, 
why he came to this earth. And Lord, as we enter this Christmas season, may we truly reflect on that. And as we reflect, as we remember, as we acknowledge, as we bow before you, I pray that you would ignite our hearts as never before with a passion for Jesus, a passion to know him in order to make him known to others. And so, Lord, we do lay down our lives before you today as living sacrifices. Lord, we surrender this church family to you as a living sacrifice. And, Father, as we do, I pray that Christ would be formed in us to be displayed through us, that you would renew and revive, that we would become a strong body to walk as Jesus walked, to love as he loved, to minister as he ministered, to serve as he served, that you would so renew us that we would be a loving bride to love and adore and praise Jesus as he ought to be loved and praised and adored. And then you would so cleanse us and refresh us that we would provide in our hearts a habitation for Jesus, a heart where he could dwell comfortably to have his way, to have his will, because he truly is Lord, for it's in his name we do pray, amen. We're going to sing one last closing song and... Uh, after that song, I'll give you another opportunity to express your appreciation to the music ministry. It's a O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, a wonderful song of worship. And of course, Emmanuel means what? God with us. And if you invited Jesus into your heart just a moment ago, if you know Jesus is your Lord and Savior, God is with you. Amen? Amen. And He'll be with you going forward. And there's nothing that you can face that His grace will not be adequate for. And He'll give you the strength and the power uh, to endure, uh, to overcome, and be a conqueror in Jesus. I'll be standing at the front to greet anyone that has um, a decision of a public nature. If you'd like to come forward to publicly profess your faith in Jesus Christ, or if you've been visiting to... Uh, you desire to become a member of the Edgewood family, we would love you to present yourself for membership and uh, we'll help you begin that process to full membership. And so Andy, you come and uh, lead us in this last uh, song. And let me ask everyone, please stand. And again, I'll be standing at the front if anyone has a decision of any nature. Here 
until the Son of God appear. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to Our spirits by thy justice here Dispute the gloomy clouds of night And Rejoice, Emmanuel, shall come to thee, O Israel. Amen. I think you would uh, want to appreciate your appreciation one more time for this uh, marvelous choir, orchestra, Andy's leadership, the children the youth. I'm going to ask uh, Andy uh, to go out in the vestibule today, give you an opportunity to express your appreciation uh, to him. And, uh, and through him, uh, your appreciation to uh, this full choir and orchestra and the uh, boys and girls. And uh, remember the normal schedule uh, tonight with Awana Youth at 5.30. Uh, Jonathan will be teaching right here as he concludes his series on God's temple from the Garden of Eden uh, to uh, the New Jerusalem. And then, uh, again, very important, next Sunday, next Sunday night is the Christmas hoedown. And so you need to get your tickets for that. And, uh, and if uh, you do not do that, you can do that through the church office uh, later uh, this week. Uh, but take care of that uh, today. And then uh, remember to get on your calendar the Christmas Eve service, 10.30 p.m. as we usher Christmas Day in by worshiping the Christ child. Uh, God bless you. You're dismissed.